At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. A happy 4th of July to everyone out there listening or watching. I'm Mike Palm. My partner, Amal Shaw, is here. Big show today. We've got two guests. The baby bird, Noe Eagle, who's the play-by-play voice of the L.A. Clippers, also does great work for the Tennis Network. He'll be on in 15 minutes to break down um, the remaining fourth round and quarterfinals at Wimbledon. And then our friend Jeff Erickson, co-founder of Rotowire, will be on in 30 minutes to discuss all things baseball on this great baseball holiday the 4th of July. Amal, we do have games in progress. I thought we were going to get a game in under two hours from the nation's capital. As that breezed along today uh, with Garrett against Corbin. Nets tie it in the bottom of the eighth, but couldn't push another run across. And now we're in the 10th. Marlins score two in the top of the 10th. 3-1. Marlins going to the bottom of the 10th. Dane Dunning against Dean Kramer at Camden Yards today. The Orioles with a one nothing lead in the bottom of the third. The oxygen thief, Zach Plesak. <laughs> Against Garrett Hill, the Tigers doubleheader at Comerica today. Tigers lead 2-0, uh, bottom of the third in the first game. And then just underway in Boston, uh, Jalen Beeks uh, t- on the hill for the Rays today. That game had no score going into the second inning. Uh, last that I saw, I guess, yeah, still, low, still scoreless. Scoreless in the yeah. top of the second. Uh, any reactions to any of these early games, or are you in action on any of them? I, I am not, but I'll tell you one thing, Mike. I couldn't believe the start time. I thought when I saw the Nationals-Marlins game going, I thought it might have been a makeup from earlier and they were going to play a second game. I said, 11 o'clock Eastern start time in Washington. Uh, the Nationals have to go to Philadelphia. It's a two-and-a-half-hour bus ride. What's the rush? Yeah, they do this every year. They oh, start the 4th of July game from the nation's capital uh, at 8 o'clock Pacific. Oh, wow. What are they trying to be? Patriots Day in Boston? It, it, they are. It's, <laughs> nothing says uh, uh, happy birthday to America better than that. Um, 
Uh, two more games get underway in just a little bit here. Uh, so we'll talk about them now. Astros come off that sweep of yep. the Angels. Um, pretty much have just f- finished off the AL West there. And now they get Jonathan Heasley and the Royals coming into town here. Jake Odorizzi and the Strohs, a $2.30 favorite at home today. I'm all with a total of nine. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting matchup. I'm not a big Odorizzi guy, but um, if you look at it, you have to take a look at Houston run line. This Kansas City team, you know, 29 and 48. This is a dumpster fire at the bottom of the American League Central between Detroit and KC. Um, you mentioned earlier Detroit up 2 nothing against the Guardians. We'll see if they can hold on to that one, but they've got two today there. But for me, I, I would be looking at the Strohs run line. Um, and then it's a game I looked at. I haven't made a bet on it yet, though. The Cubs... And Steele taking on the Brewers and Lauer, who's had a terrific season here. Lauer, a dollar forty-five favorite at home. I'm all with a total of eight and a half. Seems cheap to me. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. Steele's been very effective in Chicago at right. Wrigley Field, <laughs> away from home. He's had his issues. Uh, we'll see what he does in this one here. But to me, I think it's not a bad price on the uh, Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, Cubs playing a little bit better, 6-4 and four in their last time. Brew Crew offensively found themselves over the weekend in Pittsburgh. Did struggle in game number two. Only scored two runs in game three, but still take two out of three. Got a little separation from the Cardinals over yeah. the weekend. Uh, and now the Cardinals have to continue the tough stretch here as they go down to Atlanta. We'll talk about that game later with Jeff Erickson. Uh, let's talk some NFL futures, Amal, yeah. shall we? And a couple of props I wanted to look at before we get your thoughts to Wimbledon over the weekend. Sure. Uh, team with the fewest wins prop. Team with the fewest wins. Interesting here. Uh, Texans. You know, I I looked at this when we were doing the show notes here. Texans are plus 275. That that might not be that bad of a price. Falcons are plus $4. Jets plus 650. Seahawks and Panthers 10 to 1. Jaguars 11 to 1. Bears and Lions 12 to 1. Giants 14 to 1. Steelers 18 to 1. Focus just right now on the Texans and the price. Yeah, I think it's not a bad play at all in the Texans. I, to me, I'm looking at three teams. The Texans at plus 275. The Falcons at 4-1. to one. I think the Jets are going to be better than that. I do, too. Um, I think Jacksonville at 11-1 to one is an, one you can't sleep on just based on the odds. You know, they have a second-year quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. By the way, you know, when you give away 60% of your signing bonus in crypto, uh, you know, a lot of pressure to perform well. He's not getting those NBA contracts in the NFL, so he's, he better put up some numbers here. I still think there's some holes there with Jacksonville, with Doug Peterson as the coach. Obviously, it's an improvement over Urban Meyer, but not a big Doug Peterson guy. How about the Seahawks at 10-1 to 1, if you're looking to alternative to the top two? Not a bad play, and I'll tell you one thing. I would not be surprised at all if the season goes awry quickly up in the Pacific Northwest, if John Schneider and Pete Carroll don't decide, hey, there's Young and Stroud sitting out there in that draft. Uh, Will Levis potentially out of Kentucky. Let's make sure we got ourselves a top-five pick. You know... I know it's a home field advantage up there in Seattle, but look, they open with the Broncos against Russell Wilson. You lose that game. You have to go to the 49ers. You get the Falcons at home yep. at the Lions. At the Lions would be a key game in this whole, if you have a bet on Seattle for the worst record. Then at Saints, Cardinals at Chargers, Giants at home, Raiders at home, Jets at home. You got to win all your uh, non-conference uh, home games, basically. I, I would agree with you, but look, I, I think the Jets are being written off. We saw how well mm-hmm. they played against Tennessee and against Cincinnati. Those were home games, but I think they're going to compete more. Wilson should be able to take a huge step forward from year one to year two. They add Wilson at receiver. I like Sauce Gardner in the secondary. I don't think there's any team you sit here and go, wow, this team's got a shot of going 0-17. Team with the most wins, conversely. 
Bills are your favorite, as yeah. they are to win the Super Bowl, plus 450. Bucks plus $5. I don't like that one. Packers plus 650. Rams plus 750. Chargers and Chiefs 8 to 1. Ravens and 49ers. Cowboys and Broncos all 16 to 1. Um, I like the Buffalo Bills simply because of the division, and I think there's going to be a lot of carnage in the AFC West. I tend to agree with you on Tampa. I think they're not as good as people think they are. However, they're in a weak division. That'll benefit them. New Orleans, Atlanta, and Carolina. Boy, that's a bad division. Um, I still think Green Bay is going to be dangerous. That's my other choice if yeah. it's not the Bills. I, I think the Packers, because the division, look, who's the best team there besides the Minnesota? What are they, 9-8 and eight team? 10-7? and seven? Every year, that's yeah. what they are. Well, I think our buddy Paul Allen has them at 14-3, and three, but that's going to be because Kirk Cousins is injured for three weeks. All right, I want to talk some Wimbledon. I know we're going to talk with yeah. uh, with, uh, with the Noah Eagle. Yeah, with the baby, baby bird coming up here. But I want to get some of your thoughts here. I took a future on Big Mandy here, uh, Anisimova. I know she's going to have to go through Halep here. But is she Halep's most dangerous competition right now? I think Jabor could beat her. Yeah. I think Jabor could be very dangerous. I think uh, Anisimova is going to have to serve well uh, and has to get in at least... 70% first serve to win the match. I'll tell you somebody who played, for me, played as good as I've seen her play, and now I don't watch as much tennis yeah. as you, but I thought Rabakina today against Martic, who's no easy rollover, hit the ball really well today. Rabakina was crushing right? the ball. I mean, I mean <laughs> crushing it. And, you know, she holds serve 89% of the time, one of the highest on tour. I tell you, we have overlooked her. She, I don't know what her odds are right now, but if you want to take a flyer on somebody, I don't think she's a bad play at all. Mike, she's got tremendous power on a fast surface. When you look at all the ball strikers... Seven to one going into today. When you look at the remaining players in the ball striking from that perspective, I think you rate them this way. Uh, Rybakina won. Amanda is a Minnesota... Uh, excuse me. Anisimova. Anisimova, thank you. Probably second, but Rybakina's got a better serve. Um, so I, I would give her the edge there. Uh, I Leah Tomlianovic coming through against Elise Cornet today. Nice win for her. Really Losing good the deep first run. set. Yeah. Coming back and winning. Oh, I didn't know she lost the first yeah. set. I thought she did. Or maybe she didn't. She came back and won it. At one point, she was plus 450 in the match, Jamal. No, you're right. She didn't. Did. She? She yeah, after she, she lost, lost the, the first, first set, set she, was, nice. she was plus 450. And I said, she, it's an uphill battle, but it's still a, it's still too much of a favorite. 650. Night. Huge for her to get to a quarterfinal. Good talent has had inconsistency problems. Now she's going to face off against... Ribikina, as we just mm. talked about, that's going to be a tough matchup there. Um, Halep and Asmova should be a terrific one. And then I think Jabor's going to run through Maria Buskova. I think that's a perfect matchup for, oh my gosh, I just looked at the other side of the draw. We got two Germans between uh, Tatiana Maria and, and Niemeyer. Yeah. I think Maria should be able to advance. And I think Jabor, boy, she's got a great path to the final. Buskova and then one of those two. Yes. Yeah. Uh, on the men's side of the draw, you said Nick can't win seven in a row. Four down, three to go. Well, I think, look, give Nick a ton of credit. He's played well. But, you know, Brendan Nakashima broke it. Go ahead. I, I thought when Nakashima got the, third, got the third set and broke him, and, or got the fourth set and got to a fifth set, he had a great chance to win. Both these guys win 98% of their service games, right? Yeah. You know, they're right below Isner in terms of percentage of service game winners. Uh, and he just collapsed in the, in the fifth set. Yeah, to be honest with you, I went back and looked at the stats. I was a little bit surprised that Nick got broken three times today. And so did Nakashima, but, you well, know, he but played that's well. That, listen, he got broke intentionally to end the fourth set. Okay, he did. He was down a break and then served underhand the last game and just law just gave the game away. And then did he serve for... And, yeah. and then he served first to open the... No, uh, then he served... Then he broke Nakashima to open the set. 
Okay, got it. The um, and broke him whatever he won six one or whatever he won. He crushed him in the fi- in the fifth set. The, but um, when uh, he broke, when he got up two breaks in the fifth on the point where he broke him, yeah, he screamed out, "He's done!" And you know the Mac- <laughs> the McEnroe brothers were calling the match. Oh, I love Patrick. And Patrick said. I can never imagine to John. I can never imagine you or Borg screaming that at each other in the fifth set. And John, and John said, "Hey, it's a different world we live in." Great response. You know, I mean, and uh, but I, I'm a big Patrick fan. And uh, but uh, but I'll tell you what. I, I'm glad you caught that. I did not. I did not know that. That's a that's a pretty good line by Nick. Yeah, it, it was a, it was a very good line. Um, I watched his post match p- press conference against uh, mm-hmm. Sitsipas. Yeah, it was 11 minutes of people criticizing him, saying. Well, what should you have responded this way and that way? And he's like, he goes, this guy's been the problem and you guys are blaming me. <laughs> the, the one thing, though, is you can't scream out profanities. Yeah, I agree I with you there. I don't give an F. I don't give yeah, an you F. Can't he said do that. it four times. He oh, should have really? been, sa- he should have been yeah. sanctioned he as well. He probably still will be. He, he maybe still will be. He may be fined. All right. The VSIN Summer Special is here. For only $19, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now all the way to the end of the month. Sign up today and you'll get Adam Burke's daily Major League Baseball bets, bets, best bets, all of our NFL preseason coverage, and articles on golf, USC, USFL, and NASCAR. Wes Reynolds, four golf tournaments in a row with winners in Point Spread Weekly now. Very nice. Daily best bets email every day at 9 a.m. Point Spread Weekly on Wednesdays and full use of our betting tools. $19 through July 31st. Sign up now at vcin.com slash summer. When we come back, Noah Eagle breaks down Wimbledon. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's Wimbledon week, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your go to sportsbook for all tennis related betting. Today through t- July 4th, place a $25 wager on Wimbledon at Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook for a free $10 Bet Rivers live bet to use on any Wimbledon match. Simply log into the Bet Rivers app, and now you can even live stream tennis matches right from Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Welcome back into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw, and it's our pleasure to welcome back into the program Noah Eagle. Noah, the play by play voice of the Los Angeles Clippers, also does great work uh, for the Tennis Channel. Thank you for taking the time to join us this morning, Noah. Guys, always a pleasure. Looking forward to breaking some some good stuff down per usual and looking forward to hopefully getting to Vegas fairly soon, NBA Summer League around the corner. But always a pleasure to be on with you. Appreciate you having me. Let's start with the women's side of the draw here. Uh, Moses, a.k.a. Iga Sviatek, uh, the, the grass godder, as all her backers said, uh, and, and the giant slayer, Alize Cornet, who went out today. Uh, but look at this, this, looking at the future pool here and the draw, Amal and I were just talking about it for Ans Jabour. I mean, she's got to go through Biscova and then one of those two Germans, Tatiana Marie or, or Niemeyer, to get to the final, is Jabour, who is now rightfully the favorite and who Chris Everett said should have been the favorite going into the tournament, your selection to win the women's side. Yeah, I, honestly, I feel like it's become a toss-up now between her and Simona Halep, who the last time we saw her at Wimbledon three years ago, she won the title. So you look at the experience of being there and being on this stage, on the grass court, at the All England Club versus... Someone who's playing some of the best tennis in the world right now. Ange Jabor in the, in the lead-up tournaments to Wimbledon was absolutely dominant and using her all-court type of play, using that slice that she's so famous for, the touch, the drop shots. It's all working for her right now, and she is just playing with a different level of confidence and fitness that we haven't seen from her in the past. She's all, the only top 15 player left in the draw. She's rising up the rankings, skyrocketing up the rankings right now. And given the fact that Fiontek went down and Coco Goff went down, who was somebody that was playing some sensational tennis as well, it feels like the, the seas have parted for Ange Jabor. And to be honest with you guys, from everything I've heard, everything I've seen, Ange Jabor is one of the most well-liked, well-respected players on either the men's or women's tour. The second Petra Kvitova retires, Ange Jabor will take her place winning the Sportsmanship Award every single year. So it could not happen to a better person should she get all the way? Yeah, great reference there with Petra. I think she's won it like 11 consecutive years. Probably one of the most popular players ever to play. You know, Noah, you mentioned uh, Jabor and obviously the opportunity there at Halep. I'm not going to get into because I have a future on her and I still think she's got a great shot. But Mike and I were talking about before we came on air. Elena Rybikina plays Alia Tomlianovic. I think she's got a great opportunity to get through that match. And then she's going to have Enesimova or Halep there. I think Rybikina is a player that you can't discount. I like her disposition out on the grass or on the on, on the court. She just never gets too high or too low. She's really 
honed her skill well, I would say. And and the fact that she's playing in this tournament is pretty impressive, all things considered. There's there's a lot of the circumstance with Russian players not being involved. Now you've got Rybakina, who has switched over to a different country. There's there's a lot of factors at play. And so when you factor all of that type of stuff in, and maybe what what could be weighing, uh, the emotional side of it is important. But Simona Halep, to me, again, it is the the experience factor. It's the fitness, which she finally is starting to look like her, her younger self, more so after some really brutal injuries these last couple of years. And so I think she's playing with a different level of confidence as well. We were doing a couple of weeks ago her first tournament back on the grass since she won Wimbledon yeah. in three years. First time she's played in three years on the grass. And the fact that she could pick it up and play like this. And I, I do think that they're, I mean, think about all the names that you just mentioned to me. Anna Samova is probably one of the biggest names of that group. And she's not even even close right now to the top 15. So the fact that all those big names have cleared out almost gives Simona Halep this sigh of relief of, you know what? I should be the favorite in every match I play. So that, that would be my only concern for someone like Rabakina who hasn't quite been at this level on this stage before, but that's what makes this draw so exciting right now. It's what makes women's tennis so exciting right now. It feels like every tournament could be anybody's tournament. No, if a, if a listener didn't have a bet on the women's champion right now, and you have Ans Jabour at, at plus 155, Simona at plus 350, and then Rabakina and Insamova at 7-1, to one, would you take Jabour or would you take both Halep and Jabour? And if either wins or they meet in the final, you've already locked up a profit. Yeah, I don't. I actually don't hate that play. I don't hate hedging a little bit. I would. I would probably go for both of them because the odds, to your point, make sense. The risk definitely makes sense for a Halep at plus three fifty. That's that's a good, tasty look. I would say, given what she's capable of, given what she's done at this tournament alone, and the way that Anshavor is playing, she should be the runaway favorite. So, if you're willing to put a small wager on both, I think that could be a smart play. Yeah, Jabour, the best drop shot in the world, in my opinion, on the men's or women's side. Real quickly, want to go to the men's, and then I want to ask you something about the Clippers. Um, for you, is it is it the Joker and Rafa? I mean, the way things shake out. I know he's got to go through Sinner here, who's played well, but I just feel like Novak, it's getting overlooked, the fact that coming into this tournament, he had won 21 consecutive matches at Wimbledon, um, continues to play well, and the fact that he failed in that U.S. Open when he got DQ'd, wasn't able to participate in Australia. You don't want Rafa getting ahead of you too far in that all-time race on uh, Grand Slams here. <laughs> well, this is what makes this golden age of tennis so golden. I, I think the craziest part that we forget and sometimes neglect to mention is that all three of the guys, the big three, Roger, Rafa, Novak, they technically have their surface, right? Yep. Novak was the hardcore guy. Roger's always been the grass guy. Rafa's the king of clay. But when you do take the step back and really look at it, all three are all-court players and have turned themselves into all-court players. All three are dominant when, out, when they don't have to face the other, essentially. So in theory, it should be Rafa versus Novak in that final. And Novak's playing at a ridiculous level right now. I mean, he dropped one set yesterday, and it looked like, oh, this is never happening to me again. He nearly bageled the next set. It was ridiculous. He raised his level to a place that pretty much nobody else can get to except for one of the other big three. That's why I think it's so exciting. You know, Rafa Nadal, what he's doing right now is nothing short of superhuman. He had to get basically the nerves in his foot just killed. Wow. They were dead. He couldn't have it. He had no feeling in his foot during his run at Roland Garros winning the French Open. Then he got a procedure done about a week and a half to two weeks before Wimbledon, and now he's playing at just a high level 
just as high of a level as he always does at Wimbledon. He's on a mission. He understands what's at stake here. If he somehow completes the calendar slam, he somehow goes four up on both Djokovic and Federer. It's a lot of ground to make up. It's a lot of ground to make up in terms of the legacy stuff. So I, <laughs> I told you guys during the French Open, it's hard for me to bet against Rafa Nadal on clay in five. It's hard for me to get to bet against him, period, in five. But the only thing that would stand in his way is Nick Kyrgios, who's playing at a ridiculous level. Yeah, if Nick can find some consistency, he doesn't go off the boil. I think he's got a great shot. You know, Rafa coming into this tournament was 30-3, and three and he played with a fractured rib against Taylor Fritz at Indian Wells. He's been tremendous. Want to switch gears while we have a few minutes left. The L.A. Clippers signed John Wall, a tremendous acquisition for a guy who's only 31 years old, doesn't have a lot of tread on the tires because of injuries, sat out last year with him in Houston kind of mutually agreeing to that. Paul George, a healthy Kawhi Leonard. These guys are the third betting favorite. Make the case for why the Clippers are a dangerous team in a loaded <laughs> Western Conference. Sure, sure. Well, I've got I got the Clippers gear on, so I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm feeling the juice. I had a feeling this was coming. So let's just let's just roll through it. All right. This is a team that has everything the modern NBA would wish for. They've got wings for days. Some people like to call this team Wingstop because they have so many of them. Adding a guy like Norman Powell and Robert Covington at the trade deadline last year, keeping them. You've got Marcus Morris, obviously Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Nick Batum resigns. Amir Coffey, who emerged as a legitimate player, led the team in scoring for a month. In a month, they were over 500 last year against good teams. You've got ridiculous depth with Terrence Mann and Luke Kennard, who led the league in three-point shooting last year. Reggie Jackson, we saw what he did in the playoffs last year, getting them to the conference finals earned himself the nickname Mr. June. They re-signed their young, talented center in Avica Zubats, who has transformed himself into one of the better rim protectors in the NBA. And now you've got John Wall, who I know John Wall has his maybe defuncts in terms of shooting the basketball from three. That's not what he's going to need to do with this team. What he is going to do with this team, he's going to defend, and he's going to be that primary playmaker that they have been very thirsty for ever since acquiring Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Haven't really had it. Someone who can truly set these guys up, not to mention the speed is still there and speed kills. He's going to get himself into the lane. He's going to collapse the defense. He is going to force the issue. And you're giving him one of, if not the best head coaches in the NBA. Teron Lue has proven himself at the highest of levels multiple times. And what he's done since joining the Clippers and taking over at the helm is these reclamation projects. He has revitalized the careers of Nick Batum, of a guy like Reggie Jackson, they bring in guys who seem to be on their way out. So John Wall, as you mentioned, only 31 years old, I think it's a huge opportunity for him to revitalize all the juices that he still has, and I think there are plenty of them there. I think you make a great argument for uh, why this Clippers team is going to be dangerous. We've got about 20 seconds. got to ask you, what's with the upside-down L.A. on the hat? Uh, guys, I like to keep people on their toes. I'm, I'm just testing everybody. I I've never see seen that before. I actually mention it. Oh, you know what? I just want to keep it different. Keep it light. <laughs> keep it fresh. Noah, thanks for the time. Happy 4th to you. Same to you guys. All Thank right, you very terrific. much. I, thought I was going to bring up Curios too. Well, I just appreciate him taking time. I would not have taken time for us. I would have been on the Strand in Venice right now. Up next, Jeff Erickson. You know, Rafa's going to get his... This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Want more betting insights to give you an edge? Check out VSIN's Best Bets podcast. 
You can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24-7 stream of VEASAN experts, tracking line moves, odds, props, wins, losses, and bad beats from sportsbooks in Las Vegas and all across this great country of ours. Download the VEASAN Best Bets podcast now at VEASAN.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw. And like most Mondays, it's our pleasure at this time to bring in Jeff Erickson, co-founder of Rotowire. Happy 4th of July, Jeff. Happy 4th, guys. Happy to talk in baseball. Sure wish the Yankees, Angels, Phillies, and Pirates thought it was appropriate to celebrate the 4th of July. <laughs> but other than that, it's so weird. The Yankees not playing on the 4th. Very strange. Well, you know, you mentioned the Angels as one of those teams. They come off the sweep. Uh, getting swept at Minute Made by the Astros. They have a day of rest today as they head to Miami. And I just was so excited for tomorrow night. I'm all maybe the game of the year in Major League Baseball. Big Sandy Alcantara against Shohei Otani with five days rest. Coming into that. Oh, but no, Shohei can't take the ball tomorrow night. We're going to get Noah Syndergaard. Unbelievable. How can the hey, LMVP? That means John Birdie's going to steal like seven bases, though. So we've yeah. got that going for us. That's a good way to ring in it in. But, uh, you know, it's, it's the perfect storm matchup there. Yeah, it's wild. It's well, they got that six man rotation. That's what they do. And, uh, you know, can't keep Thor off his schedule. <laughs> well, they should, they should have Anthony Rendon pitch because we know he can't hit <laughs> or punch. Uh, but, you know, hey. Jeff, I want to ask you about a team that's in action right now. Uh, and they're up 2-1 right now on the top of the fifth, the Orioles. I tell you now, I've bet on them. I've been betting them the last few weeks. And maybe I'm a little late to the party, but I don't think so. Not just quite yet. I bet them nine times. I've gone five and four. But even if you go 500, you make money because they're a dog in almost every game. Look at Tyler Wells has been terrific. The kid on the mound today, Kramer, they've had, they've had an improved bullpen. Are the Orioles going to be a factor as we get into the stretch here, at least in who ends up in in the playoffs out of the AL East having to play all those other teams so many times? They're not the automatic rollover they used to be. Right, you're not going to see the Rays go 18 and one against them like we saw last year. Um, that that's something that's uh, as you alluded, their bullpen's really strong. Uh, too bad Grayson Rodriguez is hurt because we would have been excited to see him get the call. Tyler Wells is a prospect, doesn't strike out a ton of guys. Dean Kramer's the guy on the mound this week uh, today, and he actually is a guy I picked up in a couple leagues because of the two starts at home this week. Home is now a good place for your Orioles pitchers. Before the the park changes, it wasn't. I don't really like the park changes. I think it's just like, hey, let's just chop out part of the park is what it looks like to me. But you know what? They did it with a plan. And this is a front office that actually is pretty smart. They have a farm system that's pretty strong now. I, I don't think, you know, it's still a really tough draw division-wise to be in there. These They're dealing against teams that are rich and smart, and that's difficult. Uh, but there, there's some positive signs for them for the first time in a while. Yeah, you guys are spot on with the Orioles. This team has been far more competitive. Unfortunately, they're in such a division where it's going to be a challenge. I want to ask you about a colossal meltdown at Chavez Ravine yesterday, Oof. and it's plaguing oh. some other teams around Major League Baseball. I have a ton of friends that are Dodger fans, and I got a couple of text messages saying, well, the division would, would have been won in July yesterday. A four-game sweep, Giants struggle against the White Sox for three games over the weekend, and Craig Kimber goes full CK in this one and just blows a tremendous effort from Clayton Kershaw. It goes seven innings and four, inning, uh, four hits across seven there. I felt that acutely. I've got uh, Kershaw on one of my more competitive teams. Very, uh, really could have used that win. Uh, and I am friends with a lot of Dodger fans out here too. And you know, they don't get that feeling like, okay, this is game over when he comes in. I and mean, they're spoiled. They had Eric Gagne on steroids for three years when it, you know, never blew a lead. Uh, and it really was that supreme feeling of confidence. And then a whole career of Kenley Jansen, who they didn't fully appreciate until he was gone. Uh, I might be jaded a little bit there, uh, but. <laughs> 
you know, losing Daniel Hudson uh, earlier this week or earlier last week was a really big blow. He's out for the season. That's just one guy down on the chain. So, you know, you look at Evan Phillips and Bruzdar Gratterall, they're really going to have to be uh, have to step up big. Kimbrell is not going on the aisle yet. Uh, the scans were negative. He's going to be missing a couple of days, but those two guys are going to have to step up. Uh, you look for the Dodgers to trade for a reliever at the deadline. Almost every contender does that, but I, I would be careful about like saying the division's over though. Anyhow, remember the Padres swept the Dodgers in the summer last year. Uh, and, you know, there's this big talk. Oh, it's going to be a great run race down the stretch. And then the Padres just melted down. Things can change quickly in baseball. We still have half a season left. You're, and, you're, you know, sorry, go ahead. I just think it's just, you know, a lot, lot, lot of baseball still left to be played. A lot of big changes that can still happen here. I, I apologize. I'm just going back to my Davey Johnson, Whitey Herzog, 86 Mets days of, you know, they swept him in four in, in St. Louis. But you bring, up a, that. you bring up a great point, though. It's not over. Speaking of not over, the Minnesota Twins had an <laughs> opportunity in eight games where they led in the seventh inning or later against the Guardians. And I think they only won three of those games or some ridiculous stat like that. Who do you acquire at the trade deadline? Because there's no frontline starters that Mike and I like. Maybe there's somebody you prefer that we have missed. Uh, but who's the guy you bring in that's going to make a difference in a bullpen that's going to help you win the, a team that's not contending that's going to give you or trade you? You know, that's the thing. Is a lot of the bad teams don't have good relievers. Uh, you're like, who are the Cubs going to trade? Who are the Reds going to trade? Now, the Reds are going to trade Luis Castillo. That's right. who you go get. Um, that that's, I think the best pitcher out on the market. Keep in mind that he's playing his wares in great American small park. And I, I think he's a guy that you really want to go out and get. He's looked pretty good lately too. Uh, he's healthy now. Uh, Frankie Montas was unfortunately had the setback yesterday and now I'm really worried about him. He was going to be another big name, but reliever wise, I don't see too many big names bouncing around. You know, the twins, they may, they, they, they did this to themselves. That disastrous trade right before the start of the season. They wanted to go out and get another starter. They went and got Chris Paddock. They gave up Taylor Rogers. They got Emilio Pagan in that deal. Emilio Pagan has been like a one-man gas can lately. Um, so that that's really hurt. And of course, they could use Rogers right now. That 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 really hurt them. And Paddock unfortunately got hurt. He's out for the season. Just a disastrous trade for them. All right, let's talk about a couple games tonight. Uh, Cardinals come off the series in Philadelphia. They head to Atlanta to take on the Braves. Dakota Hudson has had an outstanding year for the Cards against Kyle Wright. Wright, terrific in Philadelphia during the week, beating the Phillies. Braves, $1.65 home favorite total, 9.5 here. 9.5 reflects the recent results for both of these starting pitchers. I don't trust Dakota Hudson at all. Puts a lot of guys on base, doesn't strike guys out, somehow seems to get out of it a lot. I just think he's been dodging raindrops, and I think that there could be a comeuppance pretty soon. I, I think that 383 ERA of his is going to be like 433 at some point later on this season. Wouldn't be surprised there. I just don't think he's that great of a pitcher. Pitches to too much contact, walks too many guys. Uh, Kyle Wright, you know, he's actually had some diminishing returns lately too, and I'm a little nervous about him too. Uh, Braves are getting Eddie Rosario back. Uh, he is in the lineup today, so that, that kind of caught me off guard. I didn't know he was ready that quickly coming back from the eye strain, so – uh, that, that strengthens the Braves lineup just a little bit there. gives them a little bit extra depth in that outfield. Um, kind of like, you know, there's a reason why it's nine and a half. This is, uh, you know, normally you see this, uh, those ERAs, this, this match would be like, okay, that's eight. Now it's nine and a half. And I think it, it, it's properly, uh, rated there. You know, when you look at this Braves team, three and a half games behind the Metropolitans right now, if you were to pick a mm -hmm. division winner today and a long way to go, but DeGrom saw uh, throw one and two-thirds inning, strikes out five guys. I know it's uh, down in the minors, but how do you handicap the Mets with the two aces coming back against this Braves offense really has been flourishing over the last month? 
Yeah, Scherzer comes back tomorrow, too. I'm excited about yeah. that. Uh, Scherzer and Nick, don't forget Nick Lodolo is coming back tomorrow, too. I'm a token <laughs> Reds fan comment there. Uh, but uh, I, I think that uh, I would probably handicap it as favoring the Mets a little bit because I also think that they have an owner that's willing to do anything and everything to get, to get that win. Yeah. Um, and I, I think he's going to blow through the luxury tax ceiling issues. Um, this is why we had this lockout. It was because of Steve Cohen. Uh, in, in the small market owners, it, it was portrayed as owners versus players, and it was, but they were just burden shifting. They wanted the players to shift a burden to try to prevent Cohen from out, out, like outspending teams at the deadline. We're going to see what happens with the Mets. I think they're going to be spenders. The Twins head to Chicago uh, to take on the White Sox. Two games up on the Guardians, who are playing a doubleheader in Detroit, and four and a half games up of the White Sox, who swept the Giants in San Francisco. Johnny Cueto for the Sox tonight against Dylan Bundy. You can find the White Sox... As a home dog of a little less than a dollar thirty here, who do you like in this game? Total also nine and a half. Yeah, I like the White Sox. Uh, I, I mean, both teams are you know you know it's easy to jump on a trend. White Sox sneakily have been way better on the road than they have been at home. Um, I don't know why uh, that's the case. I think maybe some of their pitching hasn't worked as well. Lucas Giolito in particular had two really good starts. Uh, a gem yesterday after getting just lit up by the Jays a week ago. We were talking about what's wrong with Lucas Giolito. Well, he, he he was really really darn good yesterday. Uh, the changeup might work better. Uh, you know, maybe it's the hitting background. Maybe it's something like that. Maybe he's tipping his pitches at home or something of that nature. But nonetheless, I like the White Sox's talent, and I think Dylan Bundy. I think that pumpkin's about to. Uh, you know, I think that uh, chariot's going to turn into a pumpkin anytime soon. Now here. All right, Jeff. Take you out on this. Do you concur? The best starting pitching staff in the American League resides in Houston, not New York City. Oh, that's a tough call. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're both awesome. Uh, Houston, uh, they they just added Oder Izzy back today, and they're going to go six man rotation. I, don't, I think that they got such a prohibitive lead in the West, they can go, go ahead and get away with that. But yeah, I mean, look at what they did against the Yankees head to head. That starting pitching staff looked great. Urquidy is pitching a lot better now. Christian Javier had 14 strikeouts his last start. Yeah, it helps that the Angels just struck out even on the flight to Miami. I mean, that's what they do. Uh, but I, I, I think that, yeah, they're, they're, they're elite. And if they get one more reliever, I think they're going to be really tough. Jeff, thanks for taking the time again. Enjoy the fourth with your family. Happy fourth. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, when we come back, we'll have our plays as well as some more props. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Are you ready for a fresh start? And we mean a real fresh start with lasting change. Take the Zen 10 challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in a variety of tastes and strengths, Zen Nicotine products deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Try Zen Nicotine pouches for 10 days or your money back. Your fresh start is here. Take the Zen 10 Challenge today at zen.com slash 10. That's Z-Y-N dot C-O-M slash 1-0. Zen Nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 plus who currently use tobacco or nicotine. This product does contain nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. I have one play today, Amal, and I talked about it a bit with Jeff Erickson. I think it's a big game tonight for the White Sox to keep this momentum going off the sweep in San Francisco. They played terrific over the weekend. You get Johnny Cueto. They should be able to hit Bundy yeah. coming home tonight. You know, if it, it, if it was a different starter for Minnesota, Ryan or somebody, I'd lay off the game. But this is, I think, a ch- pretty cheap price at home. I laid a dollar thirty here. You know, I was looking through the. I like the play. Mm-hmm. Uh, White Sox played really well this weekend in San Francisco. I would have never thought they would get a three-game sweep up there. Played great. I they watched really all did. three games. Well, you and I both liked on Friday night Lance Lynn in that matchup, and then uh, and, and then uh, the errors. Total <laughs> the error on the ninth inning game. Who knows how long the game would have went, but yeah. the error gave him gave him the run in the ninth. Let's run down a couple games we haven't talked about them all, and then get into some AFC West props. Uh, Giants, I looked at this number too. Uh, Giants, because you like teams when, they, when they're when they in a little funk. They go yeah. to Arizona today. This game goes at 310 Pacific. Rodon, who's been pitching terrific, and I still think he's alive in the periphery of the Cy Young conversation against Mad Bum today, who just, they should let the guy retire in peace. Rodon, though, $1.90 road favorite here with a total of eight. Got to lay around a dollar twelve, a dollar fifteen on the run line with the Giants. Your thoughts? Yeah, I, I would take a shot with the Giants. You said run lines of dollar ten, dollar fifteen. Yeah, not not, not yeah. thrilled about that number, but Rodon's been outstanding. Um, you know, two point six two ERA, one point oh nine WHIP, one hundred and five Ks in eighty six innings pitched. 
On the flip side, Mad Bum, the whip is a little bit of a concern, 1.37, but ERA not as bad as you would think based on some of the performances, 3.63. Mets are at the Reds, 3.40 Pacific time. Hunter Green on the mound for the Reds. Tyon Walker for the Mets. Mets uh, beat John Gray yesterday at City Field. Uh, Matt's a dollar sixty favorite on the road here with a total of nine and a half at the small park. I, I got to tell you, this is going to sound strange, but this is an important series for the Mets. They got an opportunity to gain kind of some ba- ground back against Atlanta because they've got to play the uh, Cardinals in, mm-hmm. in the series right now this week. I think if you're the Metropolitan, you got a good opportunity here. Um, you know, the run line is minus one fifteen. You got one seventy here with the Mets on the road. Um, I think the Mets win this game, but if you're going to take the play, I think in a parlay. Here's what I thought for a parlay. You could add the Mets. Giants, you could add the Mets. How about the Dodgers? They're a $3 favorite at home against the Rockies. Urias against Freeland, total 8.5. And, and the Blue Jays with Manoa yes. on the road tonight is a 250 road favorite. I was actually thinking about going Giants, Dodgers, Jays, and a three-teamer. It's not a bad play at all. I think you got an opportunity. And the favorites have been covering at an alarming rate in Major League Baseball. These Some of these bad teams like Oakland you referenced – I mean, they are just really, really bad. Uh, it was a good pitching matchup yesterday. As we said, Montes got hurt, but Robbie Ray was great again. Yep. 2-1, Seattle beats uh, Oakland. And let's, the last game here, Mariners uh, go down the coast to take on the Padres. Flexen for the M's. Manaya for the Pods with that huge win yesterday to salvage at least a game in that series against the Dodgers. Um, and I, $1.75, favorite total, 7.5 of all. Yeah, uh, no play for me here in this one, but uh, I'll tell you what, uh, th- this is a team that just haven't backed in a lot of spots, and I'm not going to start doing it right now in the M's, but a uh, little bit of a high price, in my opinion, with the Padres, with their offense being anemic the way it is, or it can be at times. I agree with you. Uh, I look. I would look at the total here. Uh, up to eight in some spots. If, total over or under? I, I would look at under here, just because the Padres don't hit the ball. That whole series, they hit the ball one inning against the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah the ninth inning against Kimbrell. Um, the whole series. Yeah, but I, I'll tell you this. I would say the Dodgers pitching is far better. Day game in San Diego, uh, 340 start time. I think you have an opportunity of the ball kind of carrying a little bit. That's how I'm concerned. To your point real quick, though, you minus that ninth inning, they scored four runs in 35 innings. Dominated. Dominated. They were absolutely. absolutely. For all, by all the Dodger pitching. Yeah. Not just Gonsolin. Okay. Uh, let's take a look at the AFC West and some props on the division, Amal. How about this prop? All four AFC West teams will make the playoffs. 18 to 1. Yeah, it's too high of a price to bet the no. But uh, What would it take to, for you to bet the yes? Well, the odds are pretty fair because I think you're going to wind up with three potential teams out of there. I mean, you've got Russell Wilson. He's going to improve Denver drastically. I like uh, your son and company, uh, the L.A. Chargers. They're going to be terrific. Are they? Yeah, because now they've added Khalil Mack. He plays with uh, Bosa on the other side. Justin Herbert is going to ascend. By the way, the bet should be Justin Herbert guaranteed money over under $325 million. Most regular season passing yards. Herbert plus 120, Mahomes plus 150, Carr plus 350, Russell Wilson 12-1. to 1. I would take Carr. And the reason is, first of all, you got better odds. But with Devontae Adams and Renfro and Waller, does any team now in that division have a better trio than them? No. And one, one other thing I want to add. With the defensive deficiencies of the Raiders, I know they'll be improved with Chandler Jones there, but they're still deficient in the back seven. They could be in a lot of scenarios where they're trailing or in games where they have to throw the football. And I, I think with Carr, you have an opportunity there. 
All right, let's go to the the quarterback individual quarterbacks uh, passing yards over under Herbert forty seven hundred. Um, I I gotta tell you, I'm not good at this one. I I'm just gonna take a pass on this. Mahomes forty six fifty. I think it's gonna come down a little bit because you're not gonna have that big play with Tyreek Hill. Carr forty five fifty. Well, I'm gonna go over since yep. I said you know I think he's got. A How shot. about Russell Wilson forty one hundred? You know Russ doesn't throw for a ton of yards. But 250, that's well within reach. Are you concerned about his weapons in Denver? A little bit, but I feel like, and New England has proven this to be the case over the years, they don't believe in drafting wide receivers pretty high, or if they do, they want to swing and miss on them, Nikhil Harry notwithstanding. Yeah. Um, you know, to me, it's like you put in guys, if they can get open, they can catch the ball, Russell's going to find a way to get you the football. Most regular season sacks. Hold on. I'm going Chandler Jones. Give me the odds now. Six to one. Is he the favorite? Favorite? He's uh, co-fourth choice. Bosa. Is the favorite at two to one. Khalil Mack? Khalil Mack is a co-fourth choice at six to one. Uh, Max Crosby, I just saw the He's list He's the now. third choice. Yeah, I just saw oh. the list. I'm sorry. I, was I, saw, gonna, I, no, I, gonna, I, I wasn't going to get it. up the last four minutes trying to guess the other two guys that odds were shorter. <laughs> Christian... <laughs> Well, Chris Jones is not a bad one. I, I don't like Bosa at two to one. Hmm? Bosa, Bosa, when has Bosa ever played a full season? So you like Chandler Jones? I do. I think Chandler Jones is tremendous. Him on the other side with Crosby. Um, you know, Chandler Jones is probably the most underrated player in the last half a dozen years in the NFL. Top, he's, he's not even the most famous guy in his own family. <laughs> top two teams in the AFC West. Chiefs Chargers is plus 230. Broncos Chiefs is plus 230. Broncos Chargers is plus four dollars. Chiefs Raiders plus five fifty. Broncos Raiders ten to one. Raiders Chargers eleven to one. Chargers Chiefs in that order. What's the, what's the number there? It's you know it's just a quinella. Oh, okay. You don't okay. have to have two, the two, order. order. Okay, then Chargers yeah, Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, plus that's the co-favorite. That one plus two thirty with Broncos Chiefs. I, I'll take the Chiefs and Chargers. I still think the Broncos have some question. You marks think the Chargers are winning the division? I do. Yeah. I think with the addition of Mac, even though I'm not a big fan of, I think Khalil Mac's very good. Yeah, I, I just was still offended by that question. I love uh, Belichick's response. How would you compare Khalil Mac to Lawrence Taylor? This is Lawrence Taylor we're talking about, right? Um, you know, to me, I, I think this team's going to be really good. Uh, Justin Herbert, Mike, I, I got Lamar Jackson's my guy to win the MVP, but how about Justin Herbert as a potential MVP candidate? Well, he's a he's a he's an MVP MVP. I worry about the team because of this nonsense management style of the coach. This always going on fourth down nonsense. Yeah, just I don't, punch him one time in the face and it'll be over. I just don't. I, that worries me if you're betting Chargers to win division, Chargers win total, all that stuff. It may help you, though, from a from an offensive standpoint, well, right? Yeah. Like you can put up stats. You, you might have additional drives that you may not have had. I still think it will cost you games in the long run, this unnecessary gambling. And I go back to these games like last year where Cleveland racks up 600 yards of offense. You still have to be able to stop the run and, and have some sort of semblance of a defense. Yeah, if Cleveland doesn't miss the PAT in that game, I think they win the game. It, it, I know. Yeah. It cost them the game. Because they played so conservatively afterwards. They played not to lose. Absolutely right. USFL Championship, did you get to watch any of it yesterday? I did. I saw the finish. It was terrific. The, yeah, what, I, they score 50 points the last three minutes of the game? I just <laughs> saw after uh, somebody punted, and then there was a penalty, and then all of a sudden it was scoring back and forth. I took at plus 180 the Birmingham team that was the big favorite, yeah. who gave up the lead. They were up 29 at half, yeah. then they were down 23-20. Um, 
New Jersey was facing third and eight or third and nine, and that's when I took them plus 180 because I figured they'd get the ball back and they'd be able to score. But all, all the regular quarterbacks went out. It was all it was like second string versus third string quarterbacks to end that game. Well, when I knew KJ Costello was under center for Philadelphia, your bet was good. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I turned it off at that point. I didn't have Two any picks. sweat. Happy Fourth of July. Happy birthday, America. Thanks for tuning in today. Up next, it's Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.